Hello and welcome to episode 89 of Regular Features, a very, very special episode. Oh, it's an exciting one, I've got because, because I've got something in my eye that won't go away. It just went in, I saw it fly in as I was doing my introduction, but I, I ah. carried on. Well, I mean, it's special. Though. Are you okay, Matt? I think I'm fine. I think I'm fine. It's just going to be a bit funny, but it's a special day because I've got something in my eye, but more importantly... Uh, it's special for everyone, Matt. I think that just shows how important you are. When you get something in your eye... It's special it's for everyone. special for everyone, not just you, everyone. Well, everyone who knows of it. And it's a bit of a Jesus thing going on. People who've heard of your eye and not felt special, they will go to hell. Yes. People who haven't heard that your eye has got something in it, maybe they'll, they'll be innocent until I spread the message so, to them. Yes, I'm going so to travel the world telling people about your eye, Matt. Good. And also, if you're listening to the podcast, then make sure you tell your loved ones about my eye, otherwise they will go to hell. Yes, but and you don't want that on your conscience. I don't want it on anyone's conscience, so please tell everyone. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Why is it just be me being self-indulgent and you taking the piss out of me being self-indulgent without anyone else here? I'm not taking the piss, Matt. I'm indulging you. Oh, oh yeah, I can't <laughs> tell. I've never indulged anyone with more heartfelt ferocity than the time that I've told everyone just to proselytise your eye. <laughs> I can't argue with that. <laughs> but isn't there supposed to be someone else here? I don't know. I think we've found a new a new quorum, Matt. Me and you. It's actually quite good. Should we just get rid of everyone else? Yeah, there's, there's no noisy fucks talking over us. There's no Steve. <laughs> who, I think this is just accepted on its own terms that Steve is a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, that's I can't, I can't argue with that. But it's because this week is a special transatlantic sort of semi-pod or a quad pod or a split pod yes it's a bi- bifurcated pod that's the word I was looking for and um yes so if you haven't turned off in utter horror that there's no Welsh bants or Irish gayness going mm. on then um don't worry well, welcome. They'll, be, they'll be here soon yeah because um, they got they got to jet off and we mm. didn't we're a bit I mean basically they're both swanning around in the land of volcanoes and hot springs and horses yes they, they were on a horse today Steve was riding a horse called I saw Saga it. I saw I know right I mean yeah if I was on a, a nice trip paid for by potentially corrupting enforcers I'd be careful about posting pictures of all the horses I'm riding <laughs> Steve doesn't care. He's he's filling his pockets with horses like <laughs> volavons at a buffet. Well, he's look, wrapping up tiny horses in napkins and then putting them in his pockets so that the napkins protect his pockets from the horses. Well, we know that Steve is uncorruptible because he's got such a massive sense of entitlement that if you give him anything as a bribe, he'll just think, oh, you gave me that because I'm awesome. Thanks. Absolutely. You're more at danger of if you don't give him things, then he might just fly into a rage. He'll do a whimsical preview about your game that just... Based more around his own drawings than your game. He won't really talk about anything in the game. <laughs> um, and that's a problem that a lot of PRs face and don't realise that's what's happening. But of course, it's just that they're not flying in with horses. <laughs> yes, more horses. <laughs> but it's annoying because it's a ridiculous... They're on a ridiculous jolly. I mean, press trips are fun, but I mean, I'm, I don't get to do them anymore. I don't either. I'm leaving the games industry in two weeks, so I'm getting sent to Nottingham this week. Oh, well... Nottingham, of all... But that's where I live. That's not a trip. <laughs> It's like me being sent... Yeah, it's like being sent home. Yeah, it is. I'm actually going to spend a night with my parents because, well, I don't need a hotel really, do I? Because you're sending me to where I live. Oh, that's the high life, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, so in a moment, we will be passing you back to our correspondence. Uh, and this is... Uh, we'll be back here in, in old blighty. Um, yes. But, uh, yeah, well, I guess we'll pass you over now. 
over to Iceland. Go to Iceland. Play the transitional... Transitional jingle. Jingles. Over in Iceland with Steve and Gav. Over to Iceland. Iceland with Gav and Steve. La 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 la. La 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 la. La la la. Ice la 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 la. Ice, 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 ice. La la. Iceland. <laughs> Classic log. I miss that guy. That's the log that I know and love. Exciting. His bit with an amazing joke. As per. Thanks, Matt and Log, for that amazing handover. Because now it's time for Steve and Gav's regular feature. Iceland style. Iceland style. We we are in Iceland. Mm. Uh, how's it been going? Why are we in Iceland, Gav? It's right, isn't it? In Iceland. It's fucking lovely. I feel like I'm communing with the uh, with the landscape. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, you said obviously this Iceland's got ties to Ireland, so you are mm. enjoying it on a much sort of more soulful level than me. The I Vikings, think. yeah, the Vikings kidnapped a bunch of Irish people en route to Iceland. And now everyone in Iceland is descended from Vikings and Irish people. And I've, I've been experiencing the landscape on a different, more spiritual level to you, one that you could never possibly comprehend. Ever. I like when the tour guide, because we did go on like a little tour around the Golden Circle, which isn't pissing into an arsehole as we <laughs> originally thought. Um, but the tour guide said like, oh, oh yeah, they just kidnapped some Irish people en route. And I just had it in my head like they're just on the, like steaming down the motorway, like they pull off like the island like a little chef. <laughs> like, no, fucking leave them here. Come, come on, on, Gustav. Come on, Gustav, <laughs> door. It's like, no, oh, I've never fucking raped or pillaged any slaves in fucking ages. Fine, you can, you can enslave. Those ginger ones. Those, yeah, those, Get those fucking chippo gingers in, <laughs> on the back of the horse. I don't know how uh, Irish people have an climb. Like I would have thought, I would, I would, my body would be perfect. It would like adapt to okay. to this environment. Like when Superman mm. goes back to to Klingon, wherever he's from. Yeah, Krypton. Klingon. I, I know what it is. <laughs> and like that's where he belongs. So he has like normal strength. Okay. Yeah. 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 And but I got sunburn when I was. <laughs> In a lagoon, <laughs> <laughs> which shouldn't bloody happen. Shouldn't happen is Iceland ice. How did they get burned off ice? Jesus Christ! My favorite, your reaction to that was just like they should have, and then you stop yourself. You're about to say they should warn you, and you were like, but not that I need warning <laughs> uh, about everything, <laughs> but they definitely should have warned me. <laughs> And there were a lot of games journalists in the Blue Lagoon as well. Yeah. There was a couple that didn't turn up for the Lagoon trip. Do you think that was because they were like, mm, I don't want anyone to see my nips? That was probably because they have one nip that's like <laughs> twice the size of the other one. <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, I would like, there was a couple of journalists on the trip that I was like, oh, I can't wait to see them in the mm. Lagoon for sexual and non-sexual reasons. Straight up, a man called Cameron Robinson from Gainsborough. <laughs> yeah. I was greatly anticipating seeing him with his top off. And it was fucking brilliant. Delivered. Yeah. But the little hair, he had, he's quite a hairy chest, but his pecs were fucking brilliant. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed looking at them. Fucking hot man. Even though it was cold mm. in Iceland, things were certainly heating up. I don't want to... the water. I don't, don't want to claim that I got an erection yes. I did get half an erection when we went to see the geyser 
Yes. Because he was like, you should know where a geyser is. But um, it was like this natural geyser and it was bubbling up. And as it was bubbling up, I was I could feel my cock going, mm-hmm. like this. And then, like, it was, yeah. It was weirdly sexual, wasn't it? Because mm-hmm. it's like, the, the surface of the water starts to, like, dome, she called it. But it starts to, like, it's coming out of this hole in the middle of the pond. And it sort of starts pulsating up and down. It's like it's, like, climaxing, isn't it? It's really sort of... It was aggressively really sexual. sexual. And then aggressively it, sexual, <laughs> which has been the theme of the trip, really. <laughs> I love that, and it stinks of eggs everywhere. But you get used to it. Uh, I don't know if I am used to it. I don't quite like it because we just had that. We just had some ramen, like ramen momos, mm. uh, and the only ramen restaurant in all of Iceland. Yeah, there was a point where you went to him. That is the best ramen in Iceland, mm. and, he, and he went. No, no, we're the only. We're the yeah, only so moment. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, a joke, you good, fucking tired prick. <laughs> I'm trying to sell me incest and get my jokes. <laughs> sell <me> incest. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we saw the geyser and then there was a waterfall. You see waterfalls everywhere, so that's kind of boring. Mm. And what was even the first place? Oh, some tectonic plates colliding and the Grand Majesty of the, the Earth's crust reforming itself. Fuck it off. <laughs> yeah, it was not shooting out of the thing into the sky. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. the best, my favourite bit of the guys though, was we were, we were standing trying to like, take pictures. Funny pictures, because we're funny guys. Mm. And um, like, it's going off every sort of three minutes. Uh, and I had a little picture in front of it, and you were like, oh, take a picture of me in front of it, sort of like facing the camera as the geyser was going Yeah, off. like looking aloof with your back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was going off every three minutes like clockwork until you stood in front of it and gave me the camera and I had to hold it up in anticipation. And you, right. kept, and you kept going, no pressure, Gav, no pressure. And I was like, oh, uh, uh. It was loads of pressure, and it didn't go off for about six minutes. Yeah, and then it went off twice, yeah. which I thought was physically impossible. Mm. They didn't tell it anything about that yeah it's not like I thought geysers were supposed to be um, like reliable like down to the second Mm -hmm. they go off at the same time but this one was was fucking all over the place going off whenever the fuck I wanted what a cunt bit of a renegade and there was a dog there who's freaking the fuck out yeah the dog didn't really like it he's like they shouldn't have had shouldn't have brought their dog so close to a geyser yeah spoons of boiling water erupting from the ground dogs don't know how to (laughs) pass that they literally cannot deal with it (laughs) um we saw we saw some fucking incredible dogs on this trip like we've treated it almost like a really like hyper value version of the tv show the trip and it's just basically been us walking around, but instead of doing impressions, we were, we were doing impressions last night, we were doing impressions of what I would say to my ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend. <laughs> About football. Yeah, which, because uh, he, he's apparently really, really football. I had a text off my friend saying, oh, uh, met uh, her new uh, boyfriend. He's really, really into football. Uh, and I said that what I should say to him next, when I see him is, before he even men- gets to mention football, I'll just go, oh yeah, I'm just glad you're, you're really not into football because like, she used to go on at me all the time going, oh my God, if you were the kind of cunt that liked football, <laughs> I would fucking be cheating on you. Yeah, I'd still go out with you yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, I'd yeah. say that I liked you, but I'd be just fucking railing on the dudes behind your back constantly. I, like, I'd be dripping shit out of my ass <laughs> while, while you were trying to have sex with the front bit and that stuff coming out of my ass was not from you. <laughs> <laughs> It's from a rugby liking big yeah. dick Jamaican. 
And then just go, anyway, oh yeah, mate, do you, so do you like what football? What are you into? <laughs> <laughs> he did, we in like an Arsenal shirt. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, but I wouldn't do that. So, no. what about the horses? We haven't even spoken about the horses. Well, maybe we should uh, we should see what Matt and Log are up to back in back in London. Okay. So uh, back over to you guys. If you can follow that, if you can follow that amazing. How many how many geysers have you seen? Fuck all, definitely. Matt, I don't think they've much. ever seen a geyser. They they can't they can't come out of that laugh part of the story. <laughs> and I tell any more readers can so. Girl, I want to make you sweat. It's <laughs> right till I hear your feature. <laughs> a rebus, a rebus. Oh, ay, 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 ay. I like it very much. I thank you very much. Oh, but we were we were in England, but then we decided we weren't going to be in England, so we hopped straight into a taxi, and now we're in the heart of Mexico. Yes, we decided we'd make our own fun. Be better fun. Yeah, who needs to go to Iceland and ride around on a big stupid horse when you can go to Mexico? I am, I am literally holding chorizo in my hand, yes. figuratively. I'm stirring a big pot of paella. <laughs> and a, but it's got, I don't know, beans in it. It's the craziest town. I don't know. Who's the mayor of this town? Shall we go and knock on his front door? Let's go and see if he's in. Hello. Hello. Do you run this place? Oh, yes, I do. Could you get some more appropriate food, please? It's come to my attention that paella isn't Mexican. Oh, yes. That is not correct. My God, you've got nice thighs. Oh, thank you very much. They, 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 oh, one of your nuts is popped. It's accidental. Uh, it, well, is it accidental that you're ramming it towards my mouth? No. Well, good. I'm going. No, I don't like this. <laughs> What's going on over here? Sorry, Matt. I, I got. Why have you got the Prime Minister of Mexico town's bollocks popped into your gob? How are you able to speak in such an efficient manner despite this? This mayor, Matt, is throwing a sharp spotlight on my inability to improvise. And I don't like him for it. Let's go somewhere else. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we should just go back to Iceland with Gav and Steve. Matt, you are a wit, aren't you? He's got funnier since we've gone, you know. <laughs> yes. Those boys are really enjoying themselves without us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tickle me. Yeah, well, the joke is we don't know what they are saying. They could be saying anything about us, and they could be saying mean stuff about us. Yeah. So maybe we should preempt that. I oh, know, because we'll come across as like the bigger guys for not... The best defense is a disgusting <laughs> offense. That's what I guess. Disgusting. <laughs> Abusive offense. But Gabby did mention that dogs have featured heavily. Um, heavily. Yeah. Well, they're not heavily, but like the few dogs that we have seen have been special dogs. Oh, yeah, really good. There was that Chihuahua which had a broken face. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, what did she say when you asked her what breed it was? I said, "Oh, uh, what breed of dog is that?" And she said, "He's meant to be Chihuahua, but he came out wrong." Because <laughs> 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 it looked like a, a Chihuahua crossed with a pug. 
because um, that's quite a you know a chug. That's quite <laughs> that's quite a, a sort of a popular breed. I thought, oh, she's gonna say it's a thing, and she just went, he's meant to be a chihuahua, <laughs> but he came out wrong. <laughs> and finally, like all the other dogs on the farm, like hated it. So she just went, oh, I'm gonna take that one. Um, but he was so afraid of everything. Mm. Um, even like this guy that I met and we were having lunch with, she'd give him a little, give her a little bit of bacon. Uh, Patsy, her name was gave her a little bacon and she was just like looking at her owner the entire time going like can I, what, I, what is it can I, is, who is this and it was, he, he, he was an Asian guy so he was just like it's okay I'm Asian <laughs> which is quite funny he was like he had his arms open like he wanted to embrace the dog and he's yeah. like on, down on his knees on his, like, on his hunkers mm. and sort of edging towards it and the dog was like oh, what are you doing and then just started like freaking out and looking yeah. at the dog going who is this man he keeps inching towards me <laughs> just wasn't having it but there was a little uh, pug puppy which I fed some bacon to and that was fucking loving it. And at mm. some point, the, or at one point, Patsy came over to try and talk to it and the, and the pug was just going, yeah, another dog, awesome. But started playing with it. And uh, yeah, the Patsy was not having it at all. Oh. Not one iota. There was a, a fully properly formed uh, Chihuahua um, at the horse farm that we've just come back from. Oh yeah. Uh, and that was a, it was just sleeping on the sofa when we came in and it's one of those dogs that sees so many people doesn't get excited or yeah. afraid it's like you just walk up to it and start stroking it and it just falls asleep yeah. um, we came back from, from riding horses and they have another dog which followed us around mm. and sort of ran alongside the horses would stop and then take a shit and then sort of run really quickly to get back up to the front yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it could do a really really good trick as well where it knew it would sort of guess with its owner which hand he had a stone in Oh yeah, the owner would like shuffle it between two hands and then hold up his hands. The dog would look and he'd genuinely think for yeah, a few seconds. Like, uh, this one. And then he'd touch the hand with the paw and then like, he used to love chasing rocks. His yeah. name was Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the uh, Icelandic uh, horse trainer man mm. said, oh yeah, Charlie's not the first Charlie. He's like Charlie the fourth. Yeah. Charlie the third, we call him Toothless Charlie because yeah. he chased too many rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when we got back, I asked about the little chihuahua, like this little white chihuahua, and like yeah. a really sort of long-haired chihuahua, it's like mm. a really pretty dog. I said, oh, does he not like to uh, come out with the horses and follow us along? And Heidi, the woman who runs the farm, was like, oh, like he did once, like the first time we went out, um, it was during the winter, and it's a bit in the horse track where, where you, you go through a stream and the stream is frozen over. The dog was so excited, running ahead, standing on the ice. And as the horses walked onto the ice, the ice broke. And, uh, like, the little chihuahua dude was, like, stranded on a little block of ice that was floating away. Yeah. And he tried to, to get off it to get back to land, but he fell into the water and couldn't get back out. And Heidi had to jump off her horse, yeah. run over, scoop him up, put him, put him into, like, her jacket, and then hop on a horse and, like, ride home as quickly oh. as possible to get him dry. Because, like... It's fucking freezing. Yeah, it's it's really below cool. freezing, so the little, little thing will die. Yeah. But um, he survived. But he never ever went out on the, with the horses again. Ever again. He yeah. just started traumatized by it. I feel very sorry for him because he lives on a horse ranch. So it's just like every time people come in, he'd be like, "Look, guys, I wouldn't fucking go out <laughs> on those <laughs> death traps <laughs> if I were you." <laughs> like, stay here. If he makes really nice soup and cake. Yeah, you like, signed your own death warrants. <laughs> Fine, don't listen to me. Fuck off. <laughs> I hope you fall off, fatty. 
every day a constant reminder of when he fell in the water. It was I really liked uh, riding the horse. I hadn't ridden since I was a kid, and um, there was this one point where it was like the wind was going mad, and this American's horse just fucking started galloping like it'd been shot by lightning or something. Mm. And we just like just pegging it down this thing. And this guy would go whoa 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 whoa. He probably got into the world when he's doing this. Yeah, world, yeah. isn't he? And he's suddenly American. English for stop a horse. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then there was a there's a bit, and I just couldn't get out of my head for the rest of the fucking horses thing, which is it's a beautiful thing. It's run like and mountains and shit. Um, <laughs> it was well beautiful, fucking changing me mountains and shit. Um, but there was this bit where like the lady at the front or girl at the front kept saying like, "Oh, everyone stay behind me," and this guy kept shouting like, "He does what he wants. He does what he wants." I was like, "It sounded like a football chant. It's like he does what he wants." He does what he wants. Your horse is a cunt. He does what he wants. <laughs> and I just had it in my head for like the, the, the second half of the entire ride. As well, looking at these amazing like rivers and mountains. Does what he wants. Yeah. It's like a fucking terrorist chant in my head. Wrecked it. Um, I loved my horse. I like. I genuinely. I that. We joke about being moved by the by the majestic landscapes of Iceland. Yeah. But fuck me, that was something else. And I felt like having the dog running alongside us and running the horses. That was fun. I felt a kinship with animal kind. My horse was a bit of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she just, uh, she'd see other people going faster and be like, I'm a bit uh. <laughs> and just like start going like it's really hard to get them because it's easy to get them to turn but it's hard to get them to sort of you know slipstream <laughs> alongside like what yeah, you can't snake them yeah like Mario Kart. <laughs> so it would just fucking just peg it at another one's ass and at loads of time just be like you're, you're being a twat just go round it if we're gonna go round it but like I would turn it and then she'd try and turn like to the left and I'd be like you're being an arsehole oh. um, but I mean well it wasn't a really good joke but the guy, when the guy was like right he was giving me it was, it was, I, think, I think it was quite a like big horse for fat kids I think so he was just <laughs> like he uh, was like right she's a really frisky mare like she won't take any shit from you uh, and she does what she wants also <laughs> and I was like She's single, buddy. <laughs> yes. it's like, just like I like my women, huh? huh? He fucking loved it. Yeah, he was good. He had a great sense of humor. Yeah. There was an awesome bit as well where he like he was asking, oh, it's fucking laborious as shit. He was trying to ask a Russian woman, had she ever ridden before? Yeah. And he was like, it gone on to the point where it just wasn't polite anymore and he was just like have you ever ridden a horse before? He was saying that he was, like, he was going through his, his yeah. in-head thesaurus going like, beginner uh, first time yeah. holding you, up his finger with a number one yeah like have you ever seen a horse before you yeah. fuck crazy Russian <laughs> and she kept going she kept going to him like Russian like oh right yeah sweet yeah, yeah I would have done that at the start she just, just told me she would, she would laugh she would, <laughs> <laughs> no, no English <laughs> no English <laughs> but uh all uh, this uh, hero hoggity hero <laughs> So I think who's famous for translating things? Nobody. Mavis Beacon? <laughs> yeah. No, that's the typist. Rosetta Stone. Yeah, Rosetta. Rosetta Stone over here. <laughs> Strolls over, Google Translate in hand. Like I put first time into into bam, held it up, and she goes, Ah yes, yes. 
It, well, it is my first time mm. in perfect English. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, so rather, yes, it is indeed my first time on a horse. <laughs> but I can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be splendid. I'm terrifically excited. <laughs> well, let's hand it back to these chumps in London town. Good, good friends. Good friends in London town. And we'll come back for the last part of our Icelandic saga which mm. was the name of your horse it was mm. good callback yeah callback to something that nobody knows <laughs> yeah, well, except us it's and a callback read your tweet yeah callback for me yeah and it's all about me <laughs> why do bombs suddenly explode in my face on my shoulder just like me they long to we into you. You're listening to Regular Features. Thank you, Gavin, Steve, in Iceland there. Uh, turns out we've, um, according to the, the dial here, we've arrived in the year 089150050. Yes! Look out, the feature mobiles. Glorious window panelling. Oh, where on earth are we, Log? It looks like... No, we are in the... We've established we're in the future. We're in the future, Log. Oh, yes. Christ. Look out the window. It's, oh, Christ. What is it? Oh. Just, oh what, what can you see, Matt? I know I'm looking at it, but just explain to me. Well, Log, I think you should explain. No, no. I'm, I, I, can't, I can barely find the words. So, to, Log. Um, uh, we've, we've established I'm not very good at improvising, Matt. Can you just tell them what's outside the window? Uh, but that's impossible, yeah. but, uh, yeah. Log. Yeah, yes, it is impossible, but how? Expl explain how what we oh, can see stretches oh, right. the limit of possibility. Okay, well, it's a giant statue of my face surrounded by thousands of people. Log, I think, I think you should go outside. Mind. And leave me here. Brilliant. Leave me here, and you go and investigate what this could possibly be about. All right, I will go and investigate, but I'd just like to say that you imagining a big, big version of your face is no worse than me sucking a ball of a Brazilian mayor. All right. I'm going outside to investigate now. <laughs> Do some footsteps. That was me. That was me doing the car door closing. <laughs> That was a, a, a process. Yeah, it's sort of a airlock process. Yeah, because it's a fan, it's a really futuristic. Greetings, Earth creature. Hello, I'm Log from the Regular Features team. I'm, I'm sure we're quite big in this era. Hopefully, Matt and Gav have been producing podcasts consistently while we've time. I have never heard of you. Well, ever. Well, perhaps you're not a cultured man. I mean, you, but to be fair. You are staring at a big picture of a, well, more of a sculptured marble statue. This? Of, of an ugly prick. Th this? Oh, it is but a vessel for our true vision. The face is irrelevant. It is all within the eye. The one true eye. I'm going to tell Matt you said that. If there's one thing guaranteed to make Matt Lees go mental, it's saying that his face is irrelevant. He, he honestly... <laughs> he rates himself, if I'm being honest. It is the knowledge of the itchy eye that brings us together as a people. If you are not aware of the itchy, eternal, itchy eye of the mat, you will go to hell. I see what what's happened here. We 
as part of the regular features podcast that you claim not to have heard of have inadvertently kickstarted an entire religion like the like it's like the cat subplot in Red Dwarf, which I, I, I don't know if that's a thing anymore. No, I don't. I don't. Do people still watch Red Dwarf. It's really good. Is it like Star Trek? <laughs> yes, but um, it's got a rapist in it. Right. <laughs> I don't think that was proved. So. No, let me check the future logs. No, it was. That joke will have been potentially lebellious within your time period, but now it's fine, because in the future, it's proven to be true. Marvellous. Well, you've got all the more than DNA now, haven't you? You've got time specs or something. I've got sweet time packs. <laughs> check them out. Who's that funny fella over there in your... A sort of antiquated oh, car. You might want to talk to him, actually. He's the guy whose face is up there. Do you want me to go and get him? What? All right, then. Oh, I'm Matt Lees. Greetings, Matt Lees. Oh, do you like my face, then? Well, your, your face is all right. It's sort of like a vessel. A vessel? A, a vessel? Yes, the, gr the great itchy eye. We must all be aware of the one true itchy eye. I was trying to think of a pun like a, a rest will do you good there, but it didn't quite come out in time. I just said the word vessel again. I'm sorry, I'm not as funny as my mate Log. Not as, not as spontaneous. Why are you rubbing both of your eyes, sir? Well, the funniest thing happened... You know that thing where one, an eye comes, you get one eye gone, and then if you put your finger in one eye, sometimes the other eye goes blind? But is that a thing? The one true itchy eye! We must consult the manual! I don't, of... I don't want to create a schism, I'm just a humble genius. Good! Well, oh. let's not point out the fact that the ancient manuscript is in fact a Jamie Oliver cookery book. There is nothing in this tome that speaks of two itchy eyes. You are infidels. Oh my god, either you were going to worship me as a new saviour, which frankly I would have preferred, or you're going to cast me into a fucking volcano for blasphemy. I'm, I'm gonna get my friend Log. Go, go and get my friend Log. All right, I am here. My name is Log. Quick, Matt, we've got to get back into the feature mobile. My name's Matt Lees. Can you carry me? My legs are shit. Yeah, all right, then, because I just like picking up men. I will let you pick me up because I'm a flimsy human with now going for him. All right, I'll do it despite the fact I'm a prick. I'm glad you're my best friend. You're a superior person to me. In every way. There's no way I'm not. You're let's, not. Let's just go back to Iceland with uh, those those two twats. Yeah. Fucking, I bet they're not having as good and crazy a time as this, are they? Definitely, almost definitely not travelling to the future. No. Why do we both sound identical? More fun. It's like when women live together, isn't it? Yeah. All their voices go the same after a while. Oi. Pants. 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 One more bit from those international motherfuckers over in Iceland with Gavin and Steve. So, Gav. Why were we in Iceland? 
We were sent here on a mission. <laughs> it's the biggest callback ever to episode number one, Volcanoes or Pedophiles. <laughs> you came to find out once a brawl what the dingus is <laughs> either. Yeah, because I don't know what a volcano is. And the president of Iceland. So enthralled was he. Yeah. With um, regular features, he invited us out. No, of course that's not the truth. No, we wasn't, was not We were here to... Um, if he was just Googling. <laughs> like the name of that volcano. Just volcanoes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's good, we wanted to get them over. Put, <laughs> them, on a, over? put them on a horse. Let <laughs> uh, them figure this shit out. Yeah. Uh, no, we're here for EVE Online <coughs> Fan Fest. EVE Online, if you don't know, is a big game about spaceships. It's very popular. They, everyone comes over to Reykjavik to visit CCP, the developers, mm. and have a good time, listen to loads of speeches and uh, presentations about the game, and just hang out with They're people. Fucked up, yeah. Um, but, um, th- they basically take over the entire city, mm. uh, and the, the city is actually quite small, isn't it? There's only like two massive main streets, really. Yeah. Um, but they've all got Eve fucking posters up and stuff, and CCP is just down in the bay, and CCP, sorry, make Eve. Um, and they're sort of headquarters in the bay but yeah it's like it's it's their sort of highlight of their year it's their games Christmas if you will yeah Um, because it sort of builds up to this huge festival of just players who you know play with each other in game all the time uh, but never actually met and they come over and like I spoke to a shitload of the players and like spoke to like one family who all play Eve like to the point where like they even have like a seven year old daughter was having her face painted like her mother's character right. while I was interviewing her and she was like oh sometimes I let her play but I never I told tell her not not to fucking talk because the jig is up <laughs> and, you know it's a seven year old piloting my fucking space freighter or whatever the fuck I but the interesting thing about it is it's not like World of Warcraft and where everything's sort of just there like everything is player made mm-hmm. so there are like corporations in game. And there are CEOs of corporations, and there are basically mega popular players who are genuinely super powerful yeah. in the game. But the thing is about that, that I came to understand with Eve is those. It's not like other games where the people who make the most money and who are the most successful seem to also be the biggest cunts because you have to like backstab people and like you have to like do people over and like some of the like the biggest wars have ever been started would be because like you know one guy infiltrated one thing and they just blew everything up from the mm. inside like I would be so fucking stressed playing this game man it like, is like you are running like a business yeah. as well so like the people CEOs are bellends yeah they're vicious. But we met. We met one of the uh, one one of the most popular players. Um, since, not say his name because apparently he keeps dossiers on yeah. like players and shit like that. Side. Like we were we were talking to another journalist friend who said that she you know she was being hit on quite hard by him, and in a hotel last year and uh, he he would be like to try and impress her like pointing at that guy going see that fucking see that guy with the bar there. She's like yeah like he just ring up his makeup like oh fucking. Uh, it's whatever his name is Radiator Boy Radiator He's, uh, Boy XX Sniper Fan yeah. 2003 uh, like give me, his, give me his mobile number right now and then they'd be like alright sweet and then he'd be like bam this is how much money he makes in a year yeah. that's yeah really kind of creepy stuff um well, you said like, like, uh, like if you don't, you know, you don't know who he is because I'm not going to say his name but like if you need to know anything about he, uh, well I think he came over to one of the journalists and went like uh, hey uh I'm gonna go get fucked up and smoke some weed. And it's like, it's, these are people who quite possibly picked on in school and, but are assholes and they've been given you know, this little pedestal and I mean, it's obviously gone to his head. 
he so before I even knew who he was he showed up while we were in the lobby mm. and I immediately thought that guy's a fucking cunt <laughs> like just the way he like people he, he made an entrance like yeah. he declared that he'd entered the fucking he entered the fucking room it's like you're a bit of a bell end, aren't you? <laughs> and only later on I found out that he is this super important player in yeah. Eve. But it must say that where he's wherever he's from, like in his local hometown, people won't know who the fuck he is. Definitely not, no. So he must come to this place and go, ah, oh, I'm a fucking celebrity yeah, and just yeah. just turn on this fucking <clears throat> this this personality that is just fucking awful. But like there was this massive party on the Saturday night, they had all these like weird uh, Icelandic DJs who were pretty cool like and you were saying like they kept like splicing in sounds from the game and it's like there'd be like like a room full of people just going yeah. fuck so he had like a DJ like mixing between two tracks and he'd use like an Eve warp sound <laughs> and everyone just fucking lose their shit and to be fair if I played if I played well, if they dropped in like a fucking Pokemon sound yeah. I would have been yeah. Yeah. like tearing my top off and <laughs> spinning out and throwing it in your chest <laughs> fuck our Pikachu fucking Pikachu this guy this arsehole of a player was walking around just being an arsehole to everyone like he tried recruiting another journalist and was like oh I can fast track you into like this particular like uh, group of people and stuff like that which is really hard and he was like he obviously just wanted like the press on side yeah um, and he was just being really creepy and, and really he was, slimy he was coming onto that journalist again yeah and I took great pleasure in like he's probably like, arm around her and stuff it's like I would I'd saunter up and like just insert myself between them and at one point he said he literally said to the other journalist like who's this guy <laughs> and I said hey I'm Steve is this your first fan fest <laughs> Which is probably the most cutting thing you can say to an arsehole like that. Yeah, you told me that, man. When we met, when we saw him in the restaurant yesterday, I went to him, so do you work for CCP? <laughs> and he was equally unimpressed with that. Yeah. Uh, which is quite good. But didn't he say, oh, if more girls played Eve, I would be swimming in pussy? Mm. Yeah, that's actually one of the things. That <laughs> like someone the fucking in-betweeners would say. <laughs> and he's, he's a grown man. One thing that this guy was, was doing as well was uh, handing out business cards <laughs> oh, yeah. which I think leads to um, well one thing you should never do is be a cock and then hand Gav Murphy your mobile phone number he <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, wasn't even me he gave it to he gave it to uh, Andy Kelly who's another journalist and uh, Andy was like just obsessed with the f he was like you. I need you to meet him because I need <laughs> you to speak to, to him to destroy him yeah he's like I need you to talk to him like like you talk to everyone just so he something good can come of this you know how you um, wound up that wizard and that yeah. wizard was an okay guy yeah this guy's a prick i want to see what you do with him <laughs> so yeah andy gave me his number so i started texting him he never texts back unfortunately but the text is still quite funny I think. it's funny to imagine this uh, pompous shit receiving these messages and every time just having his ego dentist yeah again and again um, so I text him at 20 to 1 in the morning saying, Hey babes, met you earlier. I can't stop thinking about you and your epic cock. <laughs> I'm wet. Text back? Kiss, kiss. <laughs> this is the thing we've been talking about all weekend is like the fact that people used to put text, text back, back on text messages. Yeah. Or like TB. Like, and then if you never got a text back from a girl, you'd be like, It's because I never put Didn't text put back on yeah. She's been like, 
shouting out a phone yeah. and not understanding how texts work. <laughs> then I texted him, I thought, I think someone must have said, oh, don't be so articulate. Like, these players aren't, some of them aren't that articulate. You need to be more realistic. So I said, can't stop thinking boot you. Because <laughs> I thought, he'll think the girl's really drunk and be like, oh, <laughs> and then my last one for the night uh, I did text him again yesterday but my last one on the night said fancy looted my arsehole <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because apparently you don't really loot it either. yeah looting is <laughs> not really a thing yeah <laughs> maybe that's why you didn't text back yeah no, I think you gave it up then fucking like, you give the game away yeah I'm not, I'm not going out an idiot again. yeah looting I'll, maybe I'll mine your arsehole for yeah. minerals mm. but then he was in the same restaurant as us last night um, so while he was sitting there talking to somebody else I text uh, under the table because I'm big man like that. Text him saying, "Yo, yo, yo, do you want to go, go, go?" <laughs> three, three kisses. <laughs> Got nothing back. And but the scary part about that is, I was watching him quite a lot. So I sent a text message, and then I was watching him load to see if he took his phone out. See if he took his phone out. Never did. Which means he's the kind of arsehole that has a separate phone for the cards that he's given out. Well, that's not the most arsehole thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> no it's not the most arsehole thing. But it's just calculated that he's just gone, right, I'm going to give these out to, well, this is what I think, that he's given them out to, like, specific press and then gone, right, this, this is the number that the, these press the guys have. press has. Yeah. Including Gav Murphy. Do you think he doesn't know about you already, Gav? Do you think he's got dossiers on players? He's fucking, he's looking at the, uh, what do you call the, 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 um, the list of people who are on a plane? Manifesto. Manifesto, yeah. So he's looking at the plain manifesto and go, ah, there he is, Gav Murphy. Mm. And then next to he's got a Polaroid of you leaving Saints Priest. Saints Bowes. Well, let's wrap this. <laughs> yeah, we have to wrap that up. There's no satisfying end. No, I don't think there is. I would maybe say that everyone, absolutely everyone else that we met from, oh, yeah. from the Eve community are fucking amazing. Definitely, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, awesome. But yeah, we should say that. Like, this, this one guy didn't wreck it for the rest of everyone. Yeah, like which is amazing, because an, an arsehole of that magnitude, <laughs> you'd think, would have such a gravitational effect yeah. that he would taint all of the, the, taint the community around him. But no, the community's stronger than that. Yeah. Fucking good job. Good Eve. job, Eve people. I, I'm, I'm getting pissed on this 2% beer, which is the only beer that they'll sell in shops in yeah. Reykjavik. For some reason, so... We're gonna wrap it up there and chuck you back to the lads in London. I don't know if we chuck back. I think we? we. I think we have to say goodbye. We haven't. We haven't talked about this properly. Yeah. Well, uh, pretend this is the end of the episode. And if you hear something from Matt and Log after this, then it wasn't the end. <laughs> so extra bit of podcast for yourself. You're just gonna have to deal with uh, with whatever happens after this sentence. Ooh. I'm pooped. I'm pooped as well, but not too pooped to stop those fucking poopers you from can stealing the end of our podcast. No, you never get to end a podcast when you're in Iceland not editing it. No, that's pretty much the law. And I'd like to start a band called Too Pooped, where the <laughs> two is a number. I think that would have been a better fit in the sort of two unlimited era. Yes. Maybe we'll have to go back in time next time and start a career as... Dance disco merchants. Although having said that, you've just reminded me this morning I uh, did hear somebody in a coffee shack in Lewisham listen to that song that goes, Encore fois! 
and it put me off so much that I didn't buy a coffee. But I'd already asked, I'd already said, can I have her? And so I just got a can of ginger beer instead. Well, that's a really snobbish thing to do. I don't know. I mean, if you don't like the music, get out the shop. It wasn't just the music. It was everything. Oh, you being snobby. Well, I saw the side of this coffee cart and I thought, that looks like I have really good coffee. Turned the corner, immediately started the sentence, can I have a, expecting to ask for a cappuccino, and then realised that it looked like the tackiest, shittiest place in the world. And I thought, I really don't want a coffee from here. But I'd already started the sentence, so I just looked around and thought, what can I have that isn't going to be shit? I've got a coffee scandal for you and all. Yeah? Sorry, have you finished? You haven't finished that story? I'm done, I'm done that's you it. Know, it was a ginger beer in the end, wasn't it? It was ginger beer. So, I, didn't, I didn't ruin, I didn't ruin the story for anything. That's fine, that's fine. <laughs> you know, when you get a weekend first up bread on trains, and this, honestly, is the biggest scandal ever. You pay nine quid to get to Nottingham first class on the weekend. And you, in exchange for that nine pound, you get free Wi-Fi, right, and unlimited coffee and crisps. The coffee you get on the free one is a sub-standard sachet. They get out little sachets in Nescafe, oh. and if you come from cunt class and pay your money for your coffee, you get a little sachet of Starbucks. Oh, I'm not saying I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> But I think it's clear that I am. Well, it's been an adventure, hasn't it? I mean, we've they've been doing shit in horses <laughs> with Iceland. We've literally travelled through time and space, um, and and that. But now it's reassuringly cycled back to the the classic regular features of us just sort of um, vaguely well dressing up what's happened to us recently in a kind of pretending it's got a format, really. Yeah. Oof. What a podcast. What a podcast we are. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Come with me and we'll be in a world of regular fajitas.